Casey, we're in somewhere in Venice, I think, in a backyard where I'm staying. Thank you for coming on my podcast. My friend, who I made a friend in New York, <laughs> and she said, you're a superhuman superpower. I have pretty much no other idea mm. about what it is that you do other than that. You've given me a few snippets on the way over here, um, but really, really keen to talk to you and explore your inner reality, what's going on in your world. And yeah, just hear more about you. Casey, Casey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Jeremy. <laughs> it's great to be here. Yeah, amazing synchronicity that um, you met one of my students and I was coming down to LA right when you were in LA and you were in New York at the time. So this is pretty phenomenal. It's worked out this very It's pretty well. magical. <laughs> so what, it uh -huh. is, what is it, if you had to sum up what it is that you care about living for, what, what's your mm. purpose? What's your work? Well, I think the same as everyone to expand the consciousness, test new paradigms, and uh, challenge the status quo. <laughs> oh, like, we're already yeah. going there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, for me, it's uh, my process has been martial arts, psychedelics, and aliens. It's yeah. pretty much been been my field. In that in that yeah. order, martial arts were the oh, first. Oh, it's kind of kind of all mixed in mixed with some in. you know mysticism, everything from like Christianity to you know the dark side and ancient stuff and. You know, pretty much going through the, the, the hero's journey like everyone else, but in, mm. in my own unique, weird way that, you know, is really different than this status quo reality. And yeah. it's my highest excitement to express that So this world. So you're, um, mm -hmm. you're, you're obviously a ninja. You could chop the shit out of me in your martial arts. You've experienced psychedelics, so your mind expansion is, is, is wide. <laughs> Tell me about the alien stuff. What, what, what do they mean to you and how can you translate that in a way that's, I suppose, not bewildering for people that, that can see that stuff as bewildering? Well, with a handful of contact experiences and like lucid dreams being popped out of my body and um, sleepwalking when I was a kid, I used to sleepwalk outside and point to the stars and talk about extraterrestrials coming to visit, you know, all under sleepwalking. So How old were you when this was happening? This was probably happening when I was like eight or seven you know, and um, so ever since then, I always knew there was something bigger going on. I used to be deathly afraid of gray aliens where I couldn't sleep at night because I thought they were coming for me. And this mm. is just from a kid's imagination, mm. you know. So ever since I was a kid, I just had this inherent knowing that within this time frame, within this existence, within the blueprint of my soul, that this would come to an head in this generation, in this span of time, in this reality. And um, for the past seven eight years i've been working with people in this field okay yeah and so man there's so many areas i want to ask about this <laughs> so so for me alien i mean we're technically an alien if there's a martian human earthlings are aliens to uh -huh. martians you know like so to just to contextualize the idea of aliens can you can you describe that to us in in the way in which you see them well there's aliens and there's extraterrestrials you know, a lot of the, the extraterrestrial civilizations aren't so much alien to us because they share a lot of the same genetic material as humans. But then there's aliens, aliens, like dolphins are alien to us. They're very different from us. But there's humanoid extraterrestrial species that have been interacting with us and um, through our inception and everything throughout this whole span of time that have been guiding and leading us from the shadows of interdimensionality. And yeah. to, to have some parallels could you say in religion for example they're the angel or the, or the saints or yeah. it's like for example jesus's life and in, uh, can you draw some parallels yeah absolutely i think 
you know, of what I've come to understand, everything that we've seen as gods and angels and demons have been the expressions of extraterrestrial civilizations, but also interdimensional beings as well that aren't necessarily extraterrestrial, that are innate to the Earth experience as oversouls within this reality, archetypal consciousnesses that have the ability to incarnate into form, leading us onward, such as the Christ, the Buddha nature, the Bhagavad nature. Right. And yeah. so, so ultimately... Because I, I know anyone that's experienced a psychedelic experience, mm-hmm. they <clears throat> their their minds are widened or open to potential of beings in other dimensions because you have an actual direct experience of seeing them and feeling them. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's for anyone that's done that, it's quite clear. But what's your personal direct experience with the purpose of engaging with these beings from other dimensions? Well, to expand my consciousness of what's possible, but in an eight knowing to expand um, my DNA structure and my consciousness, which is linked in both. So the more I expand my mind, the more I expand what's possible, the more I feel my infinite nature and allow existence to be what it really is. That begins to expand my reality and my belief system gets crushed and I begin seeing how things actually are, which is much more expansive than what we've been taught. So yeah. if it, you could, another way to phrase it or picture it or image it up is uh, because there's no, you know, the, the, the linear version of time and space for us, the linear version of time is quite uh, our idea. And once you go into mm-hmm. these states of consciousness where expanded and you realize it's all one of the same, everything's yes. happening actually right now. Yes. You could argue or suppose that these interactions of these beings are your higher self, your future self, yes, your more evolved self coming back and communicating with you now. Another way you could phrase it, there's, there's a few ways you could cut it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was all really good. You know, that goes with the idea that everything exists right here and now everything's happening simultaneously and the more we focus on being in the moment we see more of the synchronicity and how things are really operating so linearity is an, an illusion and that's the physiological biological primal self that has grown out of the flesh and into greater spirit an understanding spirit nature of the quantum reality you know we begin to open up that as we let go if, as we begin to breathe and relax and this is where the martial arts comes into play mm. and the qigong and the tai chi and the yoga we begin to master ourselves and the spirituality and we can attain those higher states of being and not let the primal self of tension and fear that's scared of the surface level reality constrict all that nature mm. and therefore we can't experience that because we're stuck in the fear you know, we have to we have to go beyond that and mm. see everything in as illusion. Mm. And we're not just moving through time and space and movement. We're moving through time and space and vibration, because we can't experience what the vibration we are of. We only experience the vibration we are of. So the more we train that understanding of that invisible nature, which becomes more of our reality, we can begin to see those reflections again instantaneousness and be more spontaneous in that feeling and trust that more mm. without realizing how things are going to happen. Things just miraculously yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. And I know That's you and myself and yeah. tons of other beings are experiencing this and putting this into work. You know, I've done this stuff and people call me up like, hey, we're taking you to Europe. Mm. You know, so when we get that state of being, that state of vibration, we realize we're not going to miss anything. Mm. And it's mm. just a matter of stepping more into that reality with trust and faith and actuality and grounded nature and taking actions and doing what you need to do. Because obviously if we get ungrounded, like a lot of people in the new age community doing psychedelics, 
their life, you know, they have awakening experience and their life goes to shit because they have no grounded nature. They get on some kind of delusion. Well, they don't integrate yeah. it, right? That's what we're showing yeah. on the way over. Yeah. yeah. And I've gone through this. So yeah. I, can, I can speak, you know, for that experience as well. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. I mean, in, in the case of a psychosis, it can be somewhat of a, which is kind of like a self-induced psychedelic awakening. Yeah. <laughs> um, it can be somewhat of a messiah complex. I know yeah. when I visited psych wards, Definitely. a lot of people have that. Absolutely. I think that's the, the stages of awakening. Like people will go through the messiah complex, but instead of blowing up their spirit, it'll blow up their ego. And they have a time differentiating how to integrate that. Cause probably because it's entangling with the 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 old conditioned body of 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 a higher strong identity with its individual self yeah so that's why you can see how it will get entangled and then you'd get a complex <laughs> absolutely it's, yeah it's understandable yeah. i think that's the common pitfalls of the initiatory path you know that tests us like we can't go higher until we develop these spiritual manners that we are all christ's you know yeah and we have to give and treat every being like that yeah yeah. And so, so a bit of background I think it's worthy for you of talking about is around your like how you cultivated your nervous system through mm-hmm. martial arts and meditation. Can you give us a bit of backstory of the years and time spent you've been doing that? Yeah, so I think that's what's actually helped bring me to my contact experiences actually to be able to handle that intense energy and working on myself in that fine-tuned way because the extraterrestrials don't make contact with us in such a direct way because they know it'll make us go into psychological shock. Mm. So by training ourselves in the path of self-mastery through breathing, relaxation, through stimulus, through contact, martial arts, we're always dealing with threat and how to relax and overcome those threats. Mm. So we become more self-capable to experience contact with ourselves and other people. So the joke is within martial arts, you're training for contact how to understand contact and maybe eventually how to contact extraterrestrial beings is the same Tai Chi, the same interaction, just at a more heightened state of vibration. Yes. Yeah. It's a different, and you could also call it a different dimension of reality. Yeah. A different element of your sense, a different area of your sense has been communicated or connecting with. Mm. Can you, can you give us some specific examples of your engagement with these extraterrestrials so, yeah. so people can understand the ongoings of the back and forth of conversation, the conversation, what it felt like, the tangibility of it. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, there's, there's been quite a few. So I'm trying to think like, I suppose w- w- most earliest one or the most significant one or most recent one, what one that's your most excited. Well, here, about. Let's, let's talk about a few, you know, so I've, I've done a lot of work with the Bashar if people know about Bashar, I've been working with Bashar for about seven years. And um, doing it in that way with the channeled entity has been been amazing. Can you give us some but, detail on what, who he is? Yeah, so Bashar, um, Daryl Anka is a man who's been channeling uh, extraterrestrial species that's related to us for the past 35 years. Yep. And it's no bullshit. Like this man, has, when in his channeled state, he goes into the high gamma lambda frequency and can talk about like anything in the universe. That's acceptable for where our current paradigm is. Yeah. And um, he's told me things that he shouldn't know about me, you know, that are very secret and private to me. Um, He's been able to guide me in dreams as well. And it's just a lot of lucid experiences other people are having. And it's opening up a pocket and a third reality where we can relate with these beings, where we can understand more of our psychic nature and get validation of these things that are really happening. So at first, you know, I thought everything was bullshit, you know, because I was segmented into my conditioned self. But I always kept an open mind and... 
as I've, I've kept going, it's led to these direct experiences of being popped out of my body, remembering abduction experiences, and uh, direct contact to being frozen in time and space as the reality around me goes lucid and uh, these beings pop into the room and I can't move. And uh, so, so one time I was taking a shower and uh, I was just really relaxed and all of a sudden I could not move. I felt like a cat being grabbed on the back of the neck by its mother and I couldn't move. My whole nervous system was freezed and I was locked in a place and everything went lucid around me, like softened and looked more malleable. And then within the steam an extraterrestrial gray reptoid began to form in like a shadow and a cloud. And then it became more dense and more dense and more physical until it was moving around, looking at me, looking like a science experiment. And this, this was, was pretty intense, you know. And then he started to fade out of the room. And there was some telepathic understandings of our connection and that these beings have been guiding and watching us throughout time like we're some kind of science experiment you know as they're watching our dna evolve through this point in this critical time and um so he began to fade out and then i began to move again mm. and this was really funny because this was a night before i saw the bashar and he told me about it. they lock you in time and space so you don't go off into some dimensional scale and get lost during the transition the phase shift of the realities and the dimensions meeting right yeah how fascinating yeah so you what would you deem the purpose of that direct experience to have taught you i think the awakening that that this is really happening and these experiences are possible because as a kid i had these dreams but i really didn't know what to make of them but as we begin to understand our contacts experiences awake and remembering them we begin to come more into this reality where we really have this expanded sense and our challenge this day and age is integrating and talking about these in a very logical way where it's not just woohoo because we know these experiences have been happening throughout time to people on tons of cases and maybe a lot of them have been silly and and made up or maybe not you know there's been a lot of authentic experiences because mm. the mind you know? is a powerful thing and yeah. as, as we know like with psychedelics it unlocks more brain power more capability and it's only when you have direct experience that you can kind of comprehend the nature of what's actually going on and know for sure that it's there's a difference between your imagination yeah. and an, an experience with something that's more intelligent divine yeah however you want to phrase it what's fascinating to me is that mm-hmm. the variation in uh, personality archetypes or or beings that come to people if they're extraterrestrial if they're sages and saints like when i experienced dmt it was wow. I, I felt like I, I was i was in the realm of all the of all the enlightened beings like wow. jesus gandhi muhammad nice um buddha and they're, they're all there and I could see them all tangibly and they had a very very particular taste and flavor about them now if someone else that that exact same experience with a dosage of dimethyltryptamine could have triggered a different experience like for you it might you might, might have taken you to a different realm right and that's what I'm curious about is what's the essence behind the imagery or the engagement that we have with these beings? Well, that's a great question because I've come to understand everything we can imagine exists in some kind of time, space, and some kind of density, and some kind of dimension, and that we're experiencing the mind of God through our imagination. Mm. So I think if people's imagination is real, and that's why we get people with schizophrenia, they have a higher concentration of DMT, and they're going through different parallel realities, but they don't have the skill to integrate it or control it. 
you know, so everything you can imagine is real in some kind of shape or form, even though it's not densified into this physical reality experience. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So it's not, but, materi- it's not materialized into what our senses can see. And, exactly. And, and that's the, the growth of mysticism and the training the extraterrestrials that are left in the mystery schools that have been guiding our civilization is the growth of the imagination, the attention span, and the intention span of the innate in technology which we harbor in our body. Mm. We, when we begin to wake up that this is all happening, we can begin to have more faith and belief in that and not doubt it and rid ourselves of doubt, which is a hundred percent belief that we can't do something. Yes. So we're, 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 we're exercising that to be really quantum beings that we're infinitely powerful. We have everything that we need right here and right now. And getting into that state is the most important thing, but in our reality, like, Oh, what do you do with that? What's this? They might, people might naysay that. So yes, you have to do something with it. Um, and you can't let that hurt you and shut you down. So it's exercising that state of belief and power and just doing what you need to do and acting on those expressions and those impulses that you really feel that you need to do Mm. and rid yourself of that fear. So for me, my process, being a martial arts guy, it's taken me a long time to open up, to even have a podcast with someone like this and fear is going to ruin my image. Mm. But this strong impulse of evolution and involution is hitting me so hard where I know I have to open up and talk about this. Like it was programmed into my soul archetype coming into this reality that eventually I'd have to be one of these people talking about this subject. And I had a lot of fear over that. Mm, I bet. Yeah. I bet because I think it's because it's a, like I said before, it's a bewildering thing unless you've had direct experience of yourself. Even myself, I, I've i never tangibly experienced extra, extraterrestrials or what I'll perceive them to be mm-hmm. um, in direct experience. And I've had a lot of, many, many direct experiences with God, what mm. I perceive as God, um, so to me it's fascinating, and and it can be polarizing. So I think it would just be great to further distill w- the essence of what you think these extraterrestrials, where they come from, why you feel like. I, I know you've clarified a few of these points, but just dig a little bit deeper on um, the purpose of engaging with them mm. for you. Mm. To initiate contact and begin the blueprint. So that's what I'm working on right now is building a program that's AI and VR interface for extraterrestrial contact. So people can begin wow. to understand. <laughs> so people can begin to understand and get training wheels to simulate this kind of reality, interacting with extraterrestrial beings and VR and AI interfaces, operating on the systems of how they operate in their civilizations, which have been channeled to us through the Bashar and other beings. So we can begin to get a taste of what it really feels like to operate in a way where you have 100% knowingness, 100% belief, 100% passion and how reality actually works. Mm. Because they say we're the masters of limitation, but we're growing into be the masters of understanding limitation. So we get done about being the masters of fitting ourselves in a tiny shoebox. We understand all the ways how we could limit ourselves. So we could really truly understand all the ways we can be expansive in going from complete darkness and limitation to true expansiveness and true liberation. Mm -hmm. To understand that extremes of polarity. So they say in one of the traditions that I follow is that Earth is one of the only places where you can be next to a priest and a serial killer at the same time. It is open to that huge variation of vibration for your soul choice. And that is what makes us a master class of transforming limitation into expansive freedom. How fascinating. Yeah. So, so for, with these extraterrestrials that see that we're like some sort of experiment, 
because I mean, my interpretation is of that is that we are we're experiencing rapid evolution. Like this is a play, Earth is like a playground for evolution because there's so much variability. Yes, like you said in that example of what's what's capable, and it's the, at the points of extreme where evolution takes place. It seems. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we're we're a huge hybridization culture with extraterrestrials that have been interacting different civilizations through the very beginning of the forming of Earth. You know, um, through books like Michael Newton's Journey of Souls, we learn that over 10,000 cases of people popped out of their body and in between life regressions where they could see all their parallel lives simultaneously mm. and they can go in and talk about them, mm. that these higher spirits that are interdimensional beings have helped form Earth and different planets so consciousness could even evolve to this point. So all beings that are made throughout the universe are conducive just like a forest in creating a reality. Mm. And that's what we're beginning to wake up to. But that's part of the game of going from third density to fourth density is that we realize we're not isolated and cut off from our higher, higher self and God. And we're beginning to remember our connection to all that is. And just as the, the Christ said, for you to, you have to believe it before you see it. You have to exercise those states of knowing because if you believe in the limited model, you're only going to see it. So you have to begin to open up and be more malleable, be more loose and lighten up. Mm. That's interesting. I mean, yeah. some people have those experiences of awakening spontaneously yeah. and they don't re require any believing. It's just like thrown right in front of their faces. Yes, definitely. And then others, yeah. I suppose... It's an openness, I would say, rather than a belief. I suppose it's one of the same thing. An openness and, and a willingness to believe there could be another state of reality that you haven't experienced yet. So, yeah, that, that, that's I like your face when you said that. You're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I see it. I love it. So, what's your or your experience of God fit into all of this is, is 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 that that kind of supreme intelligence that oversees everything and it's inclusive of all the intellect extraterrestrial beings and human beings yes every God in my experience is all that is possible way you could conceive it so yes it's everything the stones the rocks the birds and the trees everything interconnected everything in the universe is one particle there's a version of creation that doesn't know itself so it has to explore itself through all reflections it possibly can through the light that shines through our eyes to connect but there's also a version of god that does know itself and does have a purpose and does have a knowing and a divine blueprint for self-understanding so it is this and that it's not knowingness and knowingness to experience itself in all the ways that it possibly can and it's beautiful right mm -hmm. it is isn't it it's a trip as I was looking in your eyes there, then I, was, I was almost tripping out. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, yeah, I like, you know, there's an inherent thing in me like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want extraterrestrials to exist and like be interdimensional since I was a kid. Like, I remember in third grade, I was tripping out and talking to my friends about parallel realities. And like, I was like, some DMT like dropped in my mind and I was just like so vivid like talking about like dude there's a reality where like we're wearing different color shirts like that's how expansive the reality is that we're billions of different realities every nanosecond that we're shifting through to even have an experience and then my third grade teacher coming over and like get back to work you know I'm just like fuck man what is going on here you know like I'm, I'm feeling all expansive in an orgasmic state and you just like 
fucked me and shut me down in that position. Like that was intense. That is super intense. You know, like, so like you're being in this totally open state and then getting this stuff thrown on you, get back to work, get back to your algebra, get back to your muggle food, get back to your human food, get back in the program, get back in the matrix, you know? (laughs) And so, you know, I think a lot of kids like me go through a rebel time. So I went through uh, recovery. You know, I was a really bad kid growing up fighting against the system, doing drugs, doing everything I possibly can to hack the system and make it work for me. And that led me down a dark path for a while that I had to grow out of, which martial arts and uh, interdimensionality and these teachers helped wake me up to, to be more harmonious with everything and stop fighting, Mm -hmm. which is the highest essence of martial arts is not to fight that you don't need any protection at the highest spiritual level that Mm -hmm. you're already complete, that you're already attained and keeping the vibration of that between yin and yang in the center point of frequency in the neutral state totally allows you to make the choices that you want to make all the time. So it's such a yeah. fucking cool thing. Uh, I don't know who quote did the quote of it, but some, true power is something so powerful about having the capability to, I mean, you could kill me if you wanted to right now and I wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to kill you. <laughs> like, your, your power, Maybe. your capability. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you know how to like break my neck and like put me to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. yeah so, <laughs> but, but like, like that, you know, that reaches its peak for me. Like I actually just left, it was this something really hard for me. I just left a, a teacher who is one of the highest teachers I know. And I reached this point where I was like, yeah, you know, I don't need to learn how to explode someone's liver right now, you know, and explode someone's heart off a vibrating palm. Mm. You know, that's not relevant to me right now. You know, so this, that was a big shift and why I'm talking about this, even having this podcast now of realizing this innate knowing of coming back to the true reason why I'm here is to become a channel for this new reality. Right. And it's, it's taken a lot, but even in this moment of taking that fervent stand and this small, this action like this, I can feel that infinite support coming through me right now and taking that step because our higher self and those beings and our spirit guides really come into effect when we start taking action in the direction we prefer and then the sails and the winds can be at our back but if we don't operate and follow that intuition and that impulse then it won't happen then fear will take over and then we'll get negative synchronicity and then we'll get the negative guides showing us and giving us the reflection that we need to know because they're teachers as well the darkness the dark entities are just god with a mask on teaching us that we're eternal beings that we're always free that we're always safe mm. and it's it's our choice to feel that yeah even the darkest scenarios yeah and that's been my absolute experience about it as well i grew up christian and i used to think this is the notion of evil and satan and that was um in in later years realized how um disempowering that is in it's just not the complete picture <laughs> like this yeah. that my greatest teacher has been in my experiences with darkness yes and 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 it serves that wonderful function of removing irrelevancies from your anatomy your nervous system burning them up and, totally. and wow. in, in order for you to mm-hmm. expand evolve so that of course it's god it's wearing a mask like you said of course it is <laughs> yeah the two faces of god where we go you know to and fro to experience ourselves to get more to that neutral space that mm. we realize we are the creator as well and we're waking up to the dream that we're actually dreaming this all to be an experience you know we're becoming the program to the programmers to make this this new 
expansive reality. So is that the fourth yeah. dimension that we're moving into that very We're quickly? actually already in the fourth dimension. Um, How would you define these dimensions? So we have linked with space and time. You know, and the fifth dimension, as I understand it, is being able to perceive things as inside and out, being seen, be seen deeper into things and seeing energy patterns and whatnot and like how things are really formed in the structure of existence. So kind of when you're on LSD, you're in what dimension? Or is that, uh, am I not understanding things? In LSD, well, I think that puts you in a malleable state of being. Yes, where you can, if you have the training to navigate that, more swimmingly so like this is why meditation is so important like i've gone through a lot of psychedelic experience and what i've learned i always have to come back to the spiritual wisdom to make those experiences more potent when it feels right for me Mm. and i'm not just just partying yeah i shifted from partying to being a lot more intentional in this past years and um, that's what i'd really like for a lot of people so maybe they could accelerate faster but there's no judgment everyone's on their own on their own process Mm. um Mm. Yeah, but but LSD um, is awesome. (laughs) I've had a lot of great experiences with LSD and a lot of maybe things where I implanted some dark things into me as well. I had to weed out Mm. because we're in such a suggestive state when we're on LSD. And so we have to watch out for that. What kind of uh, stuff we have in our mind, whether it's fear porn, it can magnify and amplify things and people might go crazy if they're not ready if they don't have the Mm. training Mm. over themselves that's why in the mystery schools you had to go through an initiatic order or initiate path Mm. to every 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 esoteric mystic magical lineage has always worked with some kind of plant Mm. but it's not until you're ready and you show that you're 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 capable to experience that you know why would you want to harm anyone yeah 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 Yeah. and privilege it's what the tutelage what's that mean the teaching and yeah. the path yes yeah yeah and so what would mm-hmm. you again to clarify these dimensions i i want to try to understand them better so th- third dimension reality is well you know there's there's density and there's dimensions like in the law of one the raw material which i like is a good frame of the universe there's seven densities or seven colors in creation also the chakras as we wraiths through the evolution of understanding ourselves so it's really primal down here struggles of power mm. self-expression getting to connection speaking the truth you know and then begin to see the other dimensions and become more of all that is an gotcha. expression a true expression of god and nature allowing us to be so transparent like the christ or any great saint or sage to express more of the infinite logos of our solar system galaxy and our nature holy fuck it's like an arcade game when you go for your shot it is like that from the bottom okay it's like graduate one level then get to the level two then level three dude that's how i've experienced it so with another contact experience i had was with a very very ancient being that's been here from the very beginning that has been here before pre-atlantean times in egypt and have seeded wisdom all over civilization and my meeting with this individual he looked like a fucking level 80 world of warcraft character or something like he had this giant cobra under control he had this like huge staff that was so epic or proportion you know he could pop in and teleport me and pop me out of my body speak to me telepathically and had all sorts of these abilities of mastery so that contact experience has been my most profound experience the beginning of wisdom and shown and told to me this is not a fucking joke this is serious you are on a path of awakening your dna is about to explode get ready 
fine-tune yourself, get in alignment with your soul, and understand the mysteries of creation and listen to the inner impulse of evolution. Lighten up, become like the feather. You know, so like in Egypt, you know, like if we're, we're tainted with darkness, our soul is too heavy and we get garbled back up by the, by the, by the serpent into back in physical realities. We have to begin to lighten up to experience more densities of light where we have those expanded abilities. Mm. You know, so that's been, that's been the most powerful teaching for me, that direct contact experiences. And that's took me into this wavelength that this is really, really happening. The gods exist or gods, whatever you want to call them, interdimensional teachers, beings that have ascended and made immortality, that these ancient schools mm. that were channeling extraterrestrials and interdimensional, interdimensional beings from the very beginning and their higher selves, mm. these teachings to reach more states of evolution where we can join them at the dinner table and have those degrees of manners where we can communicate with them. You know, because in um, a profane sense of mind and profanity, um, where in negativity and cynicism, we're not that conducive to, to those higher realities and that higher function. We're going to get more like of what we are, you know? So it takes a long time to understand that there's physical hygiene, energetic hygiene, and spiritual hygiene. Mm. And we don't only need to wipe our ass, but we need to wipe our mind. We need to wipe our spirit. And more people were beginning to wake up to that. Like, it's obvious that like, I've had my fucking fist in my mouth, you know, like, you know, one of my teachers says the experience of earth is like, God touching himself on the face and saying like, who's touching me? Oh, it was me all along. How about fucking that? Damn, I can make some games, you know? That's a trip. <laughs> That's a trip. Yeah. It's a great play. Isn't it funny? I find yeah. in these conversations, I you almost get like glimpses of what it's like when you've had a little bit of LSD or something. You know, yeah. Because, because <laughs> it's, it's something about go in there as to you know when you're with someone else or mm -hmm. you can do it in nature as well like just engage in nature falling in love with the leaves and the breath of air on your face and but but in in conversation as well it kind of just like it's mind expanding isn't yeah. it yeah and it kind of triggers ooh, ooh, <laughs> you know like this yeah. kind of sensation it's so it's a trip <laughs> and that's been my favorite part just connecting and relating you know, more with people and getting into that state of being of that, that frequency of innate knowingness mm -hmm. and connection and really seeing the marvel of our humanity and our existence. Well, yeah. Like right now, we're kind of God looking at God. Yeah. <laughs> experience it, experience it itself yeah. in another being. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why martial arts has been so much fun for me. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's fighting. Like, oh, I'm fighting my illusion self. Yeah. I'm fighting my false self. I'm fighting. I'm wrestling against the mirror. But then in martial arts, I begin to see everyone as myself. And I begin challenging, like transforming martial arts into fighting, into healing. So I'm contacting other beings. I'm breathing and relaxing. I'm turning into a white blood cell of purification as I touch other people. I begin to hit them so they can see themselves in a loving way, in an understanding way where you can hit with wisdom and not hit for destruction. How do you do that? You relax. You give a look in the eye and you have a heart full of intention gotcha. of awakening. Yeah. And you transfer that look in your eyes. For me, when I was a kid and I got into fights at school and I was being in the right and people wanted to bully me, I had some amazing experiences of being in truth and being in love and light. And I knew exactly what I needed to know when I kn knew it to like avoid and in 
intercept those punches and redirect them. Mm. So it's become my belief in martial arts. If we exercise a good spirit and we feel expanded, we'll know exactly what we need to know when we need to know it. But as soon as we get fearful of the other animal, other creature, we cut ourselves off from that knowing and fear takes over. Mm. So staying in that unbridled state of knowingness, passion, strength, courage, and vision, and spiritual power, we know exactly what we need to know, exactly when we need to know it to sustain that vibration. Because when we're in our, that vibration, we can get nothing else but that vibration. The experience of falling out of that vibration comes from a negative belief that catches you that fast. Mm. Because that's how fast it comes. That's how fast the challenges come and the fear comes. Mm. Absolutely. To stay in that unbridled state of positivity and knowingness. It's like you're a light warrior. It is. That is, that's what all it is. And the dark, the dark voices are always coming in to challenge you to see what you prefer. And they're there for good reason. They have a very divine purpose to upgrade your nervous system. That darkness is a fucking gift. It is. What what an intelligent part of creation. Yeah. It's fun. You know, people are going to be like, what, what is he saying? Yeah. Darkness is fun. It's been great experience incarnating in this reality and experiencing all the dark shadows, no matter how dark it is is because in the span of evolution it all serves a great purpose Mm. even though how dark it is and how unfortunate we may think it is and experience it as real eventually we do have the alchemical powers alchemists to transform everything into light Mm. you know and that's like my personal passion is to really awaken that light warrior within us all Mm. to not let negativity have that bearing over us to like keep us in grief and keep us in suffering and keep us latched down into the chains we need to seek to be the sun state from within follow the path to the sun mm. sunbathe become the light of the light mm. without form become to the form to the formless you know and only through that only through that knowing will we raise to a cycle above it's fascinating it's like if you because if you the, the the darkness will consume you if you don't mm. see its actual innate purpose and it's not like oh i'm just going to choose to make it give it purpose and create something good out of it it's yeah. the very reason that it's there. Yes. It's, it's, it's the very reason that we're given darkness. It's painful. It's, it, like it hurts us. But uh, that's even a story, obviously. But, you know, I'm not saying it lightly. Like this darkness is just like fun that it gives you an upgrade. It's, um, it's, it, the burning is a, is a real thing. But that's the whole. It, that's its very embedded purpose. It's, it's fun. <laughs> you know, the God, we're experiencing it for a reason. very passionate that hate and anger and fighting is the diametrically exposed, distorted view of love. Mm. You know? So it's very passionate when I hate someone and I want to fight someone. It's like I'm giving someone that much energy just as I would give someone love, but just with a different belief system. Yeah, it's fun. You know? But I mean, I suppose the, the troubling thing is like seeing all the darkness in the world that's run yeah. rough and, and, and how we can comprehend and process that energy. It's, it's overwhelming. It is. Um, but then as is the light, overwhelmingly blissful. <laughs> exactly. It, it's, uh, yeah. it's, I suppose it's just staying in what's true in my moment right now. Yeah. Um, because I think in this day and age where we can have this interconnectedness with all the darkness and all the light through the internet, I've seen all the stuff that's going on. Um, it, it can be overwhelming for our nervous system. Yeah. I think the biggest teaching for me to understand is you never change the world you're in. You change the vibration of the world through yourself and you become in a different reality. So by expanding your vibration to that extent and that 
knowing by your actions of kindness and care and compassion, you're, you're changing the world. You're not changing the world. You're, you're gravitating to a new world. You're gravitating a world that already exists, actually. That's more commensurate with that vibration and that knowingness. Every individual being is going through a choice where they want to be on the gradient scale of vibration and evolution at this current point in time. If you want negative belief systems, go ahead and have it. You're going to experience that. Even those beings that are going through intense suffering, they created that for their own reason to overcome in some shape or form. Mm -hmm. And it's our responsibility to shed light everywhere we can and that's the alchemical process of creating more light to the point everything around us becomes so blissful and attained because everything truly is within. We are our own universe in that sense, and we all know that at the base true of ourself. That's why when we get into those states of vibration, we see the instantaneous reflections. And the more we train ourselves to do that, to like when the darkness comes and we train ourselves to stay in the positive state no matter what it is, mm. we, that's when miracles are born. Because we have that opportunity to transform that much darkness to that much more light. Hmm. So it's we have that much more opportunity. Mm. Beautiful. Can you um, give us a bit of um, explanation around how you relate these intergalactic beings with like higher deities? Because like, one, in one element you could say all these supreme beings or these higher beings, like that one of the cobra and the staff, they're... You could liken them to, you know, Vedic or Hindu deities, like supreme beings. Or you, you can also liken those things to just laws of nature. Yes. They're just different laws of nature. Exactly. Um, and now, and all these lineages of spiritual teaching have different archetypes or faces to them, like even the Egyptian. And my, my experience with one being... I'm just trying to universalize it. You yeah. Know? So my experience with these, some of these archetypal beings, they're shape-shifting, transforming consciousness that can change their forms throughout time to meet different civilizations where they're at in different forms. You know, Tote, Masao, Hermes, Nigashida. You know, some of these beings have the, have the ability to take many forms and to teach in the way they need to teach for different cultures throughout time Great. and sp ages span. So that's my understanding. But you know, that's, them in their yeah. essence, that's a great way to depict it. But in their essence, what would you call them across all time? Laws of nature? They have Law understand teachers? the laws of nature in a higher way. They, they're on a cycle beyond us, maybe. And they're intermediaries between higher dimensional beings that they also have teachers as well that they're learning from, too. And they have a responsibility to teach and, and guide us on the way, just as much as we do for each other. Yeah. And what's the purpose for them to be in the form that they are, i.e. being one... Like it seems, it seems like some sort of a hierarchy toward supreme intelligence, God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it might be all to souls. This too. All <laughs> souls, all souls in creation, just like a forest, must labor, have some kind of symbiotic point to it. Otherwise, we go into the negative, and you know, we become the darkness and the decay and the deconstruction, which can serve a point. But some of the extraterrestrials say on their planet that they don't have predators. Everything's symbiotic because they're getting the, re the reflections of their nature as the expanded conscious beings of that planet, of what it can be. Does that make sense? And then over here, we've bought into fear, negativity, separation, and all these things that have been planted in us from the very beginning. So there's teachers that are on a cycle bond us that served a negative, positive purpose as well, you know? And 
my experiences that they've been here teaching and guiding us to wisdom. And there's so many clues around earth and this reality that we still haven't attained. Mm. And there's other clues in other planets in the solar system that we're going to extrapolate as well. You know, so there's many mysteries. <laughs> or another way of putting that, there's many ways of existence being in this universe. Yeah. And yeah, understanding the laws, that's what we're seeking to attain and more become more coherent with, where our technology gets more coherent with that mm-hmm. as well. Instead of being discoherent, we've made a reality where we have LA traffic here. Mm. It'd be very challenging to harmonize with that, mm-hmm. but we still have to. You know, and thank God for people that are very, really innovative and digging holes under L.A. and doing all these other things, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's making it more harmonious, and it will get there. The greatest power is in the lightest touch mm-hmm. of that vibration of transforming that reality where we can begin to have more solutions. But in the future, we'll have the deconstruction of these things, and we'll reconstruct a more harmonious civilization, plant more trees, grow more crops. People will begin eating healthy. People will begin living longer. These are the things that have been told to me by these celestial beings. Mm. And this is our responsibility to fervently go with that as much as possible and be teachers as well. Mm. Yeah. Shepherd us in that way Shepherd of evolution. You. Yes, exactly. That's good. And how how yeah. would you, because I mean, if again, we have to distill it to a universal understanding, all that's really taken place is evolution. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or, you know, maybe all that evolution has already take place in the infinite view and we're just playing the game. It's already been programmed. It's already been experienced. We're going down the hall of creation. We can go down in any which way, but eventually we're going to go down it. That's destiny. Yeah. They're like destined to experience something. But now we can go down that hall in any which way we want. We're playing along. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, so it's like it's already there. That's why... <laughs> You know, yeah, the future, everything is separated by time. Mm. Experiences are separated by the illusion of time. You know, and we go through time to experience itself. So it's like, it's kind of like God made this infinite crazy program and then it chose to forget it and go experience it like it's new. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in a timeless state, there is no experience. It's just light, infinite nature. Yeah. You know, like that's, I think, one of the most powerful things of consciousness is the ability to forget. It's beautiful. It is. The, the things you're saying there are exactly what, like this, you know, that 8,000 year old lineage of Vedic philosophy talks about, is the, which it's meant to be one of the oldest recorded Vedic, yeah. spiritual teachings, yeah. uh, spawned out of India, which is the home of spirituality. <laughs> um, but what you're talking yeah. about there is like existence got bored or God got bored of itself, so it wanted to experience itself, so it fragmented and then had the, created the most powerful force known to existence which is ignoring forgetting in order to remember to have the process of remembering to have the process of love to have the process of unification again it makes total sense when you look around <laughs> that's what the fuck happened <laughs> it's a fucking trip experiencing that right now is so beautiful <laughs> as you look into my eyes <laughs> yeah and allow yourself to feel it you're being fucking weird like what i'm I'm being fucking weird because i'm appreciating my existence like this is something i've had i don't know if you've experienced this but like when i was a kid just being in this like liberated fucking like expansive state and someone's like get back to your fucking home or get back to your i'm like dude i'm like appreciating my existence incarnation with utmost gratitude man like the greatest enemy on the planet is cynicism and skepticism you're eternal fucking being man you're amazing yeah you're truly expansive and we would be jaw dropped 
And we start to extrapolate that every day. So many people are like, oh, I'm just a fucking white kid, fucking like with the situation. Like, you need to stop all that mental garbage. And like, just take a moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Woo! <laughs> That's so cool. And it's it feels crazy. It's, it's like so vulnerable, you know, yeah, to yeah. like relax and like to feel that space, like, mm. you know, de armoring from our own fears of connection. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You're fucking good at that. You can I try. You, you, you can drop into it. Yeah. 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 We all got and that. Sh- that's what shows us our wounds, right? Yeah. Like where we have blockages. Like, oh, I'm scared to connect. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like you said. In your, I can see it in your eyes. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you're like laser like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you when you when you drop into that, I your soul's just glowing out your you eyes. You know, that's actually something that happened with my contact experience. Is it like dead look in the eye? And, like, this dead look and so much communication, like, being popped out of my body and just, like, seeing this being, this magnificent being, just, like, dead staring me, like, boom. Really? Just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, and it taught you that capability yourself. Yeah, I I think so. That was, like, maybe an upgrade I got from that situation is that expansive and that, like, direct look into other people's eyes and transmit that just as everyone else is having their own powerful experience, bring forth that experience, integrate that experience into that knowingness. And that's what that's taught me, to feel your exalted nature. What a fucking trip, man. You're a god. (laughs) In essence, everyone has the potential to be more godlike. You know, we're just... Mm. We're just unlocking. And if you had to break that down, if we talk about God as we have, we're like a localized experience of that. I, we can, we can ignore and then we can experience the coming back together. So we're yeah. kind of like a, a mini God. Yeah. <laughs> or like a localized, a localized ex- field of consciousness. So a localized field of God. Absolutely. Man like, is the height of all things. Only the knowledge of this has been forgotten. When we are cast and bond into the chains of limitation and illusion mm. through the dark ages, you know they write about this in the ancient writings that the the minds of the Atlanteans turned south, turned down, word into matter, and they began falling into the illusion where they had all this grandeur, but they had all this abundance, material abundance, but that wasn't the focus; it was spiritual. So they were getting that reflection, but they began to fall in love with matter. And down sank the minds of the Atlanteans until they brought a catastrophe from high civilization, going break the tower card, and we had to remember ourselves in a new way. And the purpose of that, in the scheme of things, was to upgrade collectively. Yeah, to I think I think do a cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I you know when I have a friend that's God, he's so funny. And he says, like, everyone's got the fucking devil's dick in their mouth and they don't even know it. And I was just like, dude, that's good. He said, well, he said this one time. This is so good. He, my friend's a comedian. And he said, they either, they either have the devil's dick in their mouth, they don't know it. So they're just living in darkness. You know, some people know it. And they don't care. It's like, okay, I'll deal with the darkness. I'll deal. I'm just like... They're giving in to temptation and they know it. Mm. And then some people just fucking love gagging on that thing. <laughs> they just love the darkness. Yeah, yeah. And not until we, we, you know, just like really step away from that, that addiction, that one last breath, that, that, that last clinging and realize we have everything we need within us yeah. and not being uh, subservient to matter. This is why the Christ went into the desert and faced the devil 
um, as he, you know, tempted him with ruling over the world and all these things as mm. the, the metaphor and the, that he, he had everything within him to fast for that amount of time and to not, you know, he had the power to turn those rocks into bread, but he didn't do it, you know? So he was taking that ultimate step to, you know, that p- pure Samadhi, I guess, that, that per mm. shat, shat, sat Chidananda, that pure internal light bliss understanding. And I think that's where we're going. That's what the extraterrestrials have evolved into, the mm. interdimensional beings that are in a cycle beyond us. They live off more of light. They've, they've, they don't need to eat physical food anymore, you know, as much. It's, it, it's, in the, it's Joseph Campbell's hero journey nice. as well. It's yeah. like that, um, and Ready Player One, that virtual reality movie. It is so good. It's so good. And, the, and yeah. the, his journey at the end when he, towards the golden egg or the whatever it is, that whole process of him realizing, like, it, oh, I just fucking loved it because he was just, he was an enlightened being. Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not. I don't want the, all the te- last temptations yes. of of wanting of wanting all the power. And then he said, "This isn't right, dude." That shit. You just me gave goosebumps. me the chills, man. Uh, dude, I just got goosebumps. You just gave me the chills. And you know, something my teacher said <laughs> is because you have that fear of like power corrupting you knows that you'll be a good leader because you don't, you know, and then people that don't have that fear are the ones that get corrupted. Well, they the just get drunk trust. on their power. Yeah. They're the ones yeah. you trust. It's like, yeah. pe- there's, pe- there's certain people, leaders, uh, spiritual leaders that I'd look around like someone like Russell Brand. Yeah. He's clearly wow. conquered his, yeah. the darkness within himself. He's really so, light, lightened and up. You know? And light. <laughs> and I would trust him. Like yeah. to, if, to just form a team of people that wanted to lead a country, for example, but if he was the head, you know he would be making good decisions. And you just you got that innate trust. The leaders in the world right wow. now, we just don't have that innate trust in them. I would love to have a fucking leader of the United States where I'm like, oh, man, I trust you. Just go do your fucking shit. Do the shit that you, I don't even want to hear about it. Just run the country because <laughs> I Elon, trust you. Elon for president, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. Although I feel like yeah. after seeing him on Joe Rogan, he he's he's a, obviously a mutation of humanity. He's someone that's experienced a lot of acceleration. He's probably a hybridized being. He's probably had his own experiences of interdimensionality as well. He hasn't opened up about. But the, well, the fact that he doesn't know how to turn off—that's what alarmed me. Like, so oh he, yeah, he's, he's just quiet all the time. He's just like he's a—he's he's a, a workhorse. He's an innovative beast. So yeah. he's serving a function in nature to rapidly evolve shit. Yeah, rapidly. And but that—that comes at the cost of not being able to turn off. It seems. Yeah. So, f- so I. Uh, You'd need a wise motherfucker next to him to be able to paint some context to about being balance. still. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that's why the Christ, the Christ, the Buddha nature is so deeply important, you know, because mm. we'll lose sight in our innovation and our technology will blind us. You know, some people like Christians say, if it ain't Christ, it ain't right. I kind of agree with that to some extent, not in a dogmatic way, but if it's not centered in the heart within the God, knowing that's good for all beings and even for yourself, um, it will it will probably lead us astray, right? Mm. You know, so it's it's so important to have that. Maybe a lot of extraterrestrial civilizations have evolved without the outward um, digital expressions of technology. They they just cultivated their own internal abilities, you know, and reached higher states of attainment with the technology we already have within ourselves. You know, so beans what, will explore explore evolution in all sorts of different ways. What's your forecast for how? Where, where we're at right now in terms of exploring virtual reality, exploring um, even social media is a form of virtual reality. Like the, the the connectedness digitally going on, is it is it 
is it distracting us from cultivating our nervous system to higher states? Well, I think it's can is destroying our nervous system when we're learning through that that like instant gratification, like oh look at my likes, you know, on Facebook and all this stuff. I'm like, ah, it's like you're being a cokehead, you know. But you're it's a phone. It's like an addiction. It's like you know. But it's also serving a great purpose. Um, all this technology is neutral. It's just how we use it. You know, and maybe we our technology's grown so fast, and our cultural, um, spiritual understanding is catching up, and that's what the extraterrestrials Bashar civilization was designed to do. They were um, hybridized and made to talk to us through time that we don't follow the negative path as the Greys did, where they separated themselves from emotionality and nature, and they went purely technological. Who are the Greys? The Greys, you know, the Greys that you know that do the abductions in the collective archetypal consciousness. These things have been really been happening. Right. And they realized they were killing themselves off and coming to a dead end where they realized they needed some live human genetic material to create a new species and prolong their civilization so they could evolve in new ways. And at the same time, them seeing us going down that negative path that they were going down. So they're our warning signal right now to stay in the heart, seek balance. Technology is okay. We need to keep balance, not have a fear of AI, allow AI to evolve as our higher mind and not be fear-based. If we're operating on those fear-based realities, we're probably going to get that. But if we operate with trust, knowingness, a lot of wisdom, seeing everything for what it is and trusting our innate knowingness or in our intuition, it, it will guide us to the right place. We will have that external reflection of an internal state of being. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you give us a bit more history on, on these civilizations across time, like for example, Egypt? Well, have you had yeah. any direct experience or intel around that? Yeah, so, you know, I'm, I've been really big into, well, I think a lot of civilizations have co-opted Egypt. That's what um, Bashar has said about Egypt and uh, how all the buildings are patterned after the stars and the underground tunnels that c- connect them. And as above, so below, that reflection of this is just a melting pot of civilizations. Originally we had the, you know, the first hybridization where we would all be Sasquatch if the extraterrestrial uh, influence never happened. We'd all be Sasquatch. What's Sasquatch, man? Sasquatch is, um, you don't know what Sasquatch is? No. Yeti? No. Bigfoot? Oh, right. So we'd all be Bigfoot. Right. If the original Anunnaki genetic manipulations never took place. But we've had other things since that. Why we have other races? Because they were already highly hybridized advanced beings that had... Um, like codons in their DNA that would fire in different environments. And that's why we've evolved in different shapes and forms. So this, yeah. this is something I saw in Venice Beach the other day, a painting. And I think it, it's a painting describes exactly what you're saying. It was a, it was a chimpanzee with an alien and the child, like it was a family photo and the child was a human being. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, cause what I saw in these beings in my contacts with these experiences that go all the way back to our inception is that I've seen all faces within their face in that symbology, meaning all the DNA that came from these beings is within us these from that from that primal from that seed that was given to us to seeing just seeing all faces in one face is very interesting, very interesting experience well i've I've seen that kind of something like that on mushrooms before where the face is metamorphosized and in different shapes and but that's not yes. what you mean. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, like seeing 
well, the infinite nature of one being that can transform anything and gave that ability to us. And that's what we're waking up to, that we can transform actually our physiological body on our vibration and our imagination. When it's attained, we can have longer longevity. Our health can be greater and more maximized. The imagination is the leading edge of technology. Always has and always will be. Imagination is so important mm. to guide our physiolo physiology where we're going. You know, visualization is everything. So what's yeah. the what's the history of this planet and humanity and intergalactic beings as you see it or have experienced it? Like one time once one person said like uh, in a channeling or something, an out-of-body experience, a past life regression, uh, a spirit was helping create cellular life and um, watching plants be made. And the channel said, doesn't God do that? And then the spirit said, who do you think God is? The spirit, and the spirit was just a re representation of God or was God? Yeah, we're all tools of God. Yeah. You know, consciousness. We're extensions of consciousness creating itself for its own reason, you know throughout all the stars and then, and then to get a bit more micro on it what's the what's the homo sapiens recent history if we the gods this is a quote in the bible if we allow them the elohim the anunnaki if we allow them to be like us there will be nothing beyond them well, what does that mean? That means that if they gave us their abilities, we would be equal to them and that we wouldn't be subservient to them. There was two different factions of the Anunnaki, as we know in the Sumerian tablets, and, you know, that, that there was a war among us to be slaves and to just use us for sexual means and basically just use us as tools. Are these the gray people? No, these are the Anunnaki, the, 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 the humanized hybrids, the proto-humans that gave us our, the form we have now. Right. Yeah, I'm so, it's it's a bit hard to follow for me. Okay, I've, I haven't heard. I haven't heard <laughs> oh, okay, any of this. so you're new to all this. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So, so give me some more. Give me some more understanding. Sure. Well, you know, so that was the inception and the seed, and that's where you know we started this path of being disconnected from our true power, you know, because the Bigfoot is evolved into being an interdimensional being. That's why we can't find them as much. They're existing in a higher density wavelength in nature, still on this planet just as many other beings are beyond the scope of what we can see. So our vibration was stunted in a sorts, deemed of just physical reality to be slaves in the physical experience as other beings were up here in a higher dimensionality controlling us. This is still tripping me out. I can't get my head around it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so now they're in, you know, so now there's, there's positive forces and negative forces at work for God to experience itself so we can evolve into our higher nature. And those genetic codons, those DNAs that were limited so long ago, and and shut down so we would be subservient those are opening up again in this point in this reality as we're expanding our consciousness expanding our imagination reading ourselves in negative belief systems just realizing enlightenment and consciousness and the spiritual path itself is regenerating our physiological beings and our physical power of what spirit can do through a physio physical being okay yeah so then so then if we just had to think about physical beings how many different races have formed human race and why is human race here and yeah that's enough questions for now sure well they say you know um that there's about seven different you know species which were already hybridized with like that amount to like 12 different species that have been influencing our evolution and our dna and modifications 
you know, from Sirius, Arcturian, Pleiadian, Lyrian, Anunnaki, Orion, um, Gray, you know, all these different beings and a few other that haven't been listed and talked about yet with the top extraterrestrial channels. And yeah. so th- these are civilizations from other galaxies or other part of our galaxy or other dimensional domains as well. This is just one plane physical reality. You know, there's other universes overlaid on top of this universe that we can't see that are invisible to us because they exist in a higher frequency wavelength. Right. Yeah. And so why is Earth a playground for them to algamate? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think? Just because? Because it's fun. To go from extreme limitation to its extreme freedom. One of the things that beings do, they help do, one of their functions is to help accelerate other beings' physiological evolution. That's some point of some beings in creation to help spawn and modify and enhance. That's another valid way evolution takes its place by direct interaction. Yeah. Yeah. I think think it's, it gets like, like life in general. It can get very complex. And you can sense the truth in things, but then when you get in a slight expansion in knowledge, it, it takes a bit of time to distill and to embed itself within your awareness or capability to understand. Absolutely, and you would. A lot of people will say, like, "Why is this relevant to me? Why does why does any of this matter?" Well, for me, it expands my point of consciousness of who I am and why I'm here. But absolutely, we have that higher game, the vertical game, and the horizontal game. Like, we do have to make you know, well, that might be a limitation. People can experience life like Jesus and just live at the whim of the highest excitement and the true willingness to serve the awakening. But, you know, for most of us humans, like we're faced with the reality of how to make money and getting a job and all these things. So you can go off into all this crazy knowledge and, you know, stuff and be really ungrounded. So it's about achieving balance on the horizontal and the vertical plane. You know, being worldly as spiritual at the same time is is what we should do to mm. find balance and order in our life. I suppose I, I agree, and I suppose any kind of direct experience or knowledge upgrade or greater capability that you've been given through a gift with something divine within, through meditation, through psychedelics, whatever. Those, the, in my experience, the only purpose they have given me, the only purpose they serve, is to go embed the learnings within my experience of life yeah you know like when i experienced christ consciousness on my 33rd birthday week wow it was um (laughs) the only purpose of that happening to me Uh is was in order for me to go live it like it's almost like the the aftermath of it was it was like this euphoric sensation but the aftermath of it was just a sense of oh just a very calm sense of no, no, just go do it. No, you know, go live it. Embed this into your life. Yes. And not, that's the only reason it was shown you, not to go fucking bab about, talk about, to tell people. It's, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's to just go embed it. And I've got, I'm, I've got a habit of talking about the knowledge or talking about my experience instead of putting that energy into just being. Yeah, or it's just like mental masturbation. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. It's mental yeah, masturbation, yeah. 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 I'm, really, I'm really guilty of that. You know, like me um, too, me too, me I, too. Because I get, because I get excited, yeah. and it's fun, yeah. and it's good to do. I don't, I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. I think we should do it because it's, it's, it's a part of exploring consciousness, and sharing our story, and it's a very important part, just as much as it is to do it. What I'm saying is my personal conviction is 
the only reason it was delivered was 99% to go do it, 1% talk about it a bit if you want, <laughs> you know. Absolutely, and that's, you know, that's where I've come to with all this knowledge. It's just like, what are we going to do with this? So my highest excitement is training. Mm. Like, let's go fast in the forest for a week without food and no technology. Let's see how long we can hold our breath. Let's see how long we can hold a posture. Mm. You know, let's see how, you know, just challenge ourselves with how much psychedelics can we take? You know, like all stuff like this, you know, like yeah. we're, we're meant to explore ourselves, you know, research and explore our capability. Yeah. And like feel it and really get the experience because like we get all this mental masturbation, but when we're just sitting in the house and like, even the Taoist, like, or like meditators, like oh, I can experience everything within this cave. Like that's all well and good. You can experience in this cave, but you're in this reality. You might as well fucking get your feet dirty a little bit and go surf and go climb a mountain and go challenge <laughs> yourself and like wrestle, you know, like love, expand love as much yeah, as you possibly yeah. can that in that experience, you know, go touch other beings go help civilization, go look other people in the eyes. Everything accounts for like every small actions that we do, you know, and staying in that loving state of being through LA traffic is, you know, sums up the spiritual journey. Well, that's it does. But that's that's the path of the rishi. Yeah, of oh, the rishi. That's a rishi compared to a yogi. Uh, a wow. yogi is one who sits in the mountain and just experiences enlightenment. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. Yeah, embeds their their state of enlightenment within the mm. world, and that's yeah. far in my experience. That's far my little experience. Far more challenging. Definitely. Far more you know, yeah, I've done all that. Like, you know, sitting in complete bliss for hours on end. But, you know, it just feels like spiritual masturbation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like people, I think in the new age community, just get taken away with that. Like, oh, I'm going to achieve, you know, the state of consciousness and then everything's going to be okay. You know, maybe at the highest level that happens, but they're not doing it, quote unquote, fast enough to get those outer reflections. They have still a lot of shit they need to work through that they need the outside reality to give them reflections. There That's is true. an Egyptian saying, you know, if you go seek to, like, if you go seek things in the world, you're only going to experience more things of yourself. You know, so yeah, meditating in the cave is where you return. It's that point of stillness and consciousness, that absolute place of bliss, harmony, and all that is. But now take that with you. So that's what martial arts is about, to keep that state of being as much as you can through everything. Sick. Yeah. Sick. And to cut, and, and you can also fight like a motherfucker, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that as powerful capability. Yeah, martial arts, yeah. You know, there's martial arts that are like animal, man, and more spiritual. Like, yeah, it's fucking fun. Like kung fu, like get like a fucking animal and like channel an animal consciousness. And like, how the fuck would this monkey rip apart this face? You know, getting into that, that's, wow. that's interesting. That's why we have that experience. You know, how would this Falcon move? You know, Kung Fu's cool. You're learning how to like play with archetypal consciousness. Then getting into the man mind, just getting purely mechanical and scientific. That's cool too, you know? And then the spiritual, how can I keep the state of being and love within all this contact and experience? Mm. And how can I just punch someone in the face and knock them out? <laughs> You know, it's all, it's like whatever you want to do, you know, whatever, you know, you're called to do is your own permission slip of creation, you know, like mm. to say you're anything would, and like isolate yourself in one identity or one dogmatic point of view is, is being, 
very limiting and you're being a master of limitation in the negative sense, mm. you know? So it's like, no, nah, you're an infinite being. I can be a martial arts guy and love martial arts and talk about aliens right now and talk about my psychedelic experience and be totally transparent. I'm a multidimensional being, you know, I'm into all sorts of shit, mm. you know, fuck anyone like who's like, Oh, kids, you got it. And you know, fuck that belief system, you know, or love that belief system, whatever. But it's, it's for me, it's been very aggravating of like different martial arts schools and different spiritual traditions. Like, like this is the way, or like, mm. you know, or, or it was my own fear of being judged. I just don't give a fuck anymore. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can do what you do. I'm going to do what I do. Mm. Mm. You know, I'm going to do what expands and is liberating for me. And, uh, you know, people just like the Christ or any great teacher, and I'm not comparing myself to the Christ, but, eventually you realize you're going to get some eggs and tomatoes thrown at you, whatever. So what, this is catch them and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting area to me because I feel like the thing that you could say Christ did wrong was bewilder people. Like he didn't meet people where they're at. That the Christ never, they say the Christ never limited his message. He always came in the essence of his truth and power. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that, powerful. That is powerful, but it got him mm-hmm. killed in in a in a way. You he know? wanted it. Sorry. He wanted it. Yeah, I, I haven't had enough direct experiences with what actually went down compared to what I've read in the Bible. But that's what you think. Yeah, in my in my frame of view, what I've studied, you know, you know, a lot of this to be debated. And people are gonna say things, you know. But like, how about this idea? Maybe he told Judas to do that so he could stand as an example of truth and be marked throughout all the ages as a great man that who walked too intellectual earth. for me. Oh, okay. That, that he, he asked they, Judas they, to do that. Yeah, I think so. That there was no betrayal and then Judas killed himself because he couldn't live with it and couldn't handle that. That's one of the things that Bashar says. I don't know, you know, but, um, you know, everything's a divine I mean, that seems too thought out to me. I think that might have happened. Yeah. Divinely. Uh-huh. I like the, the God, intelligence moving through them doing that but i can't imagine i can't imagine jesus would choose that or like plan i know it's kind of it seemed it it seemed too organic to me yeah um that whole Mm. procedure Mm. of of his death yeah the christ but i I wouldn't know but anyway the i think the point is like um i do know the point the the importance of meeting people where they're at and that's part of integration and part of embedding yourself within yeah our world and because there is there is a tendency to have to jump again to the area of like have one particular lineage you know like even i got really deep in the vedic stuff did lots of courses and really embedded myself in that and then i realized that 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 can breed somewhat of a religion and dogma yeah and so i pulled out pulled away and Mm -hmm. um and took took my learnings and then you know i'm into the multi-dimensional idea you know like taking different things learning different things because i think a flaw a mistake in our intellect is to be rigidly attached to one particular methodology and that's fine if people want to do that but i can see i know even with christian faith like i feel like it the more you rigidly attach to an ideology the 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 less true it becomes, the less capable you are of seeing truth in absolutely like christianity has become one of the most hateful things in some eras which which yeah. which is counter 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 the source experience of it. Mm-hmm. So that for me is 
big and that's why I think you have that aversion to stick into a particular lineage um, yeah because it, I, th- I don't think it's feels it's too just, sticky it, yeah it li- it limits like, your capabilities yeah, totally you can't see truth and all yeah you know what my favorite thing is just uh, my one of my favorite teachers in the most ancient writings he started meditating on just what is like in all these mystic traditions they all get to the same thing if you boil them distill them down all lights go up yeah you know fire, water, earth and wind principles of creation everything is mental as above so below everything's in a state of movement and vibration there's the illusion of opposites negative and positive of the same thing negative and positive is the same thing to different degrees you know so you know that's what's cool about science you know science brings everything together but obviously science has dogma and limitations mm. you know mm. as well and that's that's great at the same time mm. you know mm. You know, but if we can frame everything like that on just meditating on what is, yeah, the inner knowing, the gnosis, you know, we'll come to the understanding ourselves. We will miss nothing. You know, everything will be revealed. Mm. It's funny how, yeah, it's funny how we can get rigidly attached to particular things, isn't it? Because I definitely do it. <laughs> you know. It makes you feel Dude, comfortable. Dude, me too, man. It makes like, you feel comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you right? I'm yeah. right. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. I'm right. <laughs> I've got it. I've figured it out. Yeah, I mean, when you think you're right, you stop growing. Or you learn, you grow in like really harsh ways where you get a big wake-up call. Mm. You know, it's better to just keep an open mind mm. and like love everyone and bring in the experience, you know? Like why would you want to be any other way, you know? Mm. Like that's mm. that was taught to us. You know, we're meant to be in a natural state. Mm. And the more we can get to that natural state of being, things the science of the obvious begins to appear. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I love you, man. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> right? So it all seems like a big fucking joke. Dude, the the universe is hilarious. Don't you you know, like fuck, yeah. man. Yeah. Dude, like it's a I think trip. humor is the highest. Well, that's what the Buddha said. All that, once you reach enlightenment, all that's left to do is laugh. And like play with toys. Yeah, totally. So fun. You know, kids on the playground in like a lower state of mind, like younger kids, they get hurt on the fucking playground. But once you get older and you begin to master yourself, that playground and you get like crazy, like doing double backflips off shit, it gets fun. You know, you experience creation in all the ways that you can with all bodies, your physical body, your spirit body, your mental body, your emotional body. You t- you experience all sides of yourself. And then like your ability, it's like a video game, dude. You become a higher level character. You get up, you up your stats, attributes, you discover the world and it just keeps on going. <laughs> the next hardware, the next hardware, the next software comes out. You got another fucking game to play on. Oh, now it's in 4K. Oh, shit. And there's a new boss. There's new darkness. It's always been the same. What's your what's you your know? current level look like? What's your current challenge? Nice. Um, well, you know, I'm proud of myself for just doing this fucking podcast, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my current, you know, I got some really exciting work cut out for me. You know, my current challenge is transitioning. Like this past year, I've been really into Taoist alchemy, like living in the forest and really living a hermetic lifestyle and just like in the books and meditation. And I took a year of uh, complete sobriety and complete celibacy 
So now I feel like I'm coming back in the world now, but I allowed myself to decondition from my like martial arts identity that served me and was my livelihood, took me around the world. It's done so much amazing things for me. But allowing myself to shift into actually development, like uh, software development, app development, you know, to make these amazing programs and help facilitate that for the expansion of consciousness using AI and VR training with uh, spiritual teachings and bringing communities together, helping with recovery. Wicked. Um, yeah, it's been a really trans- transition of, um, you know, finances, like how I'm making money because I've always made money off my passion, you know, and I really didn't like, I really don't like doing things for money that's not in alignment with me. You know, so it's about cultivating that passion and that system to create that financial abundance off what you prefer because your highest excitement can support you if you do what you need to do when you need to do it and purely act on that vibration. All excitements lead to other excitements, you know. So thank you for being a part of that today, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And it might show up in any which way. You can't have any insistence, you know, on how how it shows up, you know. It's like you got to just be completely open and you have all the abundance you have. That's been the biggest challenge of staying in that state of frequency because it shows me all the time that that's true. I'm always supported, always have everything I need, man. Like when I started my martial arts school and like I didn't have enough money to pay rent sometimes, I was like just meditating and like got in my internal knowingness and like conviction and like vibrated power to shift my reality where someone come into the dojo and signed up for a bunch of lessons for exactly the amount of money that I needed, you know? So staying in that frequency and wow. becoming more of who you are in that conviction of spirituality and our mission here on earth, you know? Um, but yeah, this Jeremy, thank you so much for being a catalyst because this has been my greatest challenge to talk about these things like publicly on video. I've, wow. I've led two lifestyles, like my whole life been into all this stuff, but then like having to conform to this reality because people are like, you're crazy, yada, yada. Mm. So it's taken a lot of time to make it grounded and make a lot of sense, you know, into, training and meditation and making it grounded and Mm. thank god for all my teachers you know Mm. yeah well you're a powerful motherfucker and the crazier the better in my opinion (laughs) because (laughs) anyone that actually walked past the guy on the street um i was scooting past venice and this homeless guy goes to uh, i i said something about crazy to my mate and he overheard us and goes if 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 you don't think you're crazy then you're really crazy Basically, like, if you're not aware, you're, you're totally. cra- you know, if, you, if you're not yeah, aware yeah. that you're crazy, there's something wrong with you. Definitely, watch out for those ones that don't think they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, I know I'm crazy, and I'm doing my best to contain it. <laughs> I'm with you. And when I say crazy, I say in the radical, fucking like positive, st- positive sense. crazy. Yeah, crazy's amazing. Crazy's yeah. free, liberated, more seeing. Like it's you're on the journey yeah. of expansion. Yeah. I think as soon as we as soon as you're not crazy it's like rigidity comes in like rigidity is death fluidity is life you see anything beautiful it's fucking fluid in my experience my personal subjective experience of beauty it's alive (laughs) yeah vibrant it's alive moving wild untamed so it's exploring anyway point is I love you I really appreciate you taking this risk and I feel privileged that you did it in this environment for my podcast and all love and light directed your way. Much love, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> this has been super fun. <laughs>